Hello, friends. Welcome to Detox Podcast. This is episode 17, and it's called Ruin Rise. It's another cold day here in Edmonton. I spent the morning uh, writing poetry with my dear friend at uh, a cafe, and it's got the creative juices flowing quite nicely, so I feel like this is going to be a nice episode. Um, Pick Your Poison is available now for pre-order as an ebook. You can go on to Amazon, uh, look up Pick Your Poison Denise Walker, and there'll be an option to pre-order. It's only 99 cents US. And yeah, this is coming to you the day after I get home from Seattle. Um, I will have been in uh, in Seattle for the weekend doing the Whisper and War workshop, and I can't even speak to how that went at this point uh, because I'm recording this ahead of time. Yeah, but I have a feeling that it was amazing and I can't wait to share that experience with you. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. So this episode, Ruin Rise, let's go. This is a city without walls, only ruin. Venture inside. Come now. Explore the rubble. Trip over its abandoned foundations. Bellow, hands cupped into its catacombs. Daydream about what once was and what will be. There were great battles here, yes, but despite the aftermath, they had all been won. had a very clear image when I was writing this. It was a person wandering through an open field, kind of some hilly landscape, just gentle hills, nothing crazy. Um, They're walking and they all of a sudden they trip over something, they fall down, they pick themselves up and what they've tripped over was this like demolished foundation wall that spreads out across the field and before they know it they're looking over the blueprint essentially for this ginormous city and there's nothing there there's no walls no buildings nothing just the outlines of where the buildings were and as they explore this and imagine like the heights of things where people lived if people where people went to work where people traded where everything was they find an entrance way that leads below the earth and they follow it down and they come across this intricate pattern, this intricate layout of catacombs that are just so involved and beautiful and maze-like and it's so complex. And it's all of this beauty that lies below the surface. And up above, it's easier to imagine just how magnificent this place once was. It was breathtaking, awe-inspiring. The walls were solid and high and arching, and below there was secrets and passageways and shadows and so much, so much there. So it it lays in the wake of a grand battle 
that has happened. And on the surface, everything looks destroyed, completely obliterated. It's gone. It's not there anymore. It doesn't stand. But that's not necessarily true, is it? Underneath the earth, underneath the surface, there is all of this stuff that's intact, rooms and caverns and tombs and places where people would gather and store their food and store their necessities and their riches and their wealth, their abundance. This is where the important stuff, the groundwork, the really true core items of the society lay below the surface so that from that point, no matter what happens above, it can be rebuilt. There are There is a trove of goodness and pureness below the surface that can be then built upon no matter what happens. And the possibilities are endless. And that is what's so beautiful about a clean slate. When we are so destroyed, when we are brought down to nothing, that is when the work can be so precise and so creative that we just, we could imagine anything. Our lives can be completely brand new, something that couldn't have been imagined before because the walls were already there. The structures were already in place. Somebody else probably made them. We're just living there. That's what it's like. It's like all these constructs in society that we have. The things you're taught as a child, the things you learn in school, the, the way you're treated at your job, the people that are in your life, all the influences around you, media, books, TV. I mean, all of that's media, but all outside forces that were already there before you even existed have influenced you in the way that you live. But it's when you dismantle that and you break it all down and all you have left is the core truth of who you are, that's when you can build your true kingdom, your true palace, your true perfect tailored life to you, a fresh start. <sighs> I want that. I have that. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what sobriety is. It's when you you remove all the things that you thought were the way things were supposed to be. And you get the opportunity to question, well, maybe it doesn't have to be like this. Maybe I don't have to participate in these social gatherings where we're all expected to drink X, Y, and Z. And if we don't, we're going to be chastised and, and looked down upon or judged or... Maybe we don't have to celebrate with a bottle of champagne. Maybe that's not the only way to congratulate someone. Maybe the only way, maybe we don't need to reward ourselves with poison. Maybe there's a better way. Maybe it is a beautiful long bath or a trip to the mountains or spending time with loved ones that actually feed your soul instead of drain it. When we enter sobriety, our brains open up, the walls come crumbling down, and we get the opportunity to ask questions. We get the opportunity to dream, 
and we get the opportunity to start building our lives the way we want them. And this also really reminds me of a quote I heard uh, recently that is, don't judge a person by the chapter you walked in on. Don't judge a person by the chapter you walked in on. Wow. Like, if somebody had found me and seen me on some of my darkest nights, in some of my darkest moments, if they knew the truth, if they had a little window into what was really going on, that's not the truth of who I am. That's not the real me. That's that's just the shit I did. We as humans are so quick to see our own shadows reflected in other people. We, we see their darkness and we think, oh, wow, look at them. And we want to point it out and we want to scrutinize it and scrutinize them and judge them. And our egos are screaming for us to, yes, criticize, tear them down. But no, what if they are just in the midst of their own dismantling? It doesn't look clean. It is rubble. It is a ruin. It is utter destruction. It does not look clean. It is messy as hell. Instead of looking somebody who looking at somebody who you would first judge and think, oh, look at them fucking up their life. Look at all the mistakes they're making. What if instead of seeing those things as mistakes, seeing them as the careful deconstruction of the way they used to do things. They're just exploring the way things can be done. And that's theirs. That's their city. They get to tear the walls down. They get to do crazy stuff. They get to rebuild in places that you would never build on. Sometimes we have to try to seed unfertile soil just to learn that things don't grow there. Sometimes we have to build on soft dirt so that we know that the structures won't hold, that they'll sink into the earth, that it's not sustainable. We have to do these things ourselves in order to learn how to build strong walls, strong roofs. Let us instead see the beauty in the way people are trying. Let us honor their dismantling. This is a city without walls, only ruin. Venture inside, come now, explore the rubble, trip over its abandoned foundations, bellow, hands cupped into its catacombs, daydream about what once was and what will be. There were great battles here, yes, but despite the aftermath, they had all been won.